Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. And welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Jim Bennett, and I'm here with your guest host, Jill Atwood. Jill. Happy to be here. And we're we're all happy to be here. And I'm happy that the people who texted in to point out that Francis, the fire Francis, is named after Francis Peak didn't say things about how stupid I was for saying, uh, why does this fire have a name? Like the name could be like Fred or Bobby. I had a feeling you might get a little guff over that one. Well, just, it was just a hunch. But what I'm saying is there's no guff. They're all being very nice. They're <laughs> just pointing out that Francis is Francis Peak. So yeah. thank you very much for letting me know that. I, I didn't realize that. Yes, Francis is a place. Francis Peak is where radar towers are located east of Highway 89. Huh, didn't know that. Uh, thank we also, you. We also got a text that... that uh, I want to get your comment on Jill's. Okay. I would just like my voice heard. I'm a nine-year veteran of Vietnam and Desert Storm, father of 12 and a retired correctional officer. I hear lots of talk about the great service we do, but every time I have tried to get help for a disability I received in the VA hospital, I am turned down. I am frustrated and ashamed of our government and way we are treated. Thank you. Okay. Tell me this person's first name again. I don't have a first name. Okay. I just have a phone number. So I want this person to come see me at the VA Medical Center in Salt Lake City, and I will personally walk you through the process. So there's two different sides of things without getting too too deep in the woods here, but there's the benefit, benefit side of the house, and there's the health care side of the house. I can help you navigate both. I hate to hear that. I love our Vietnam veterans. We have a lot of them coming back to us for the very first time since our system is so improved. And I promise you, I can walk you through the system. I can be reached at jill.atwood at va.gov. Please get in touch with me. Oh, thank you for sharing that. And you're going to be talking a little bit more about the VA. And I the am, updates. ironically enough. And so I hope this, I hope this person is still listening and, and uh, can, can glean some good information and details moving forward. Well... So we're going to get to the VA later in the show, but right now we have a guest in studio. Dan Garfield is here. He's the vice president of marketing at Code Fresh. He's also their chief technology evangelist. Code Fresh is a software company based out of Mountain View. And so, Dan, very glad to have you here. Thank yeah, you for coming. You. You're, yeah, a, you're a techie guy, aren't you? I'm a, I'm a techie guy. <laughs> you're a techie guy. Well, so Code Fresh, I think Eat Fresh. That shows you how bright I am. Uh, can you tell me what it is your company does? Uh, yeah, so we're uh, we're a software platform. It's it's called uh, it's in a category called CI/CD, which basically just means that we make software for people who make software. 
Uh, it means we make software that helps you build and deploy your software. You're a software wholesalers? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's basically a way to automate the tasks that go along with delivering software. Uh, so, you know, anytime you, you write some code, there's a number of things that need to happen in order for that to get deployed. So we built a software platform that basically facilitates that and speeds up the, the process of delivering software. Oh, my goodness. I'm a writer. This yeah. is going straight over my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the headline, we make software for people who make software. You, you go. Uh, you got it. Yeah, I like Enough. it. Okay, so what is the difference in hiring between here and, say, in the Bay Area? Well, yeah, so we uh, we just opened up offices in Salt Lake uh, about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've really, in, we, we actually did it because we wanted to hire here in, in Utah. We found there was a lot of talent. Um, and the hiring is actually, I think, significantly easier because... Uh, frankly, there's a lot less competition. Um, so when we when we interview people here, we know that we typically have somebody who's a little bit more captive. They're a little bit more interested in, in just sure. us. They don't have 10 other people they're talking to. Uh, so we're able to actually acquire higher caliber talent here than, we, uh, than we've been able to in the Bay Area, where, of course, there's, you know, millions of companies, millions of people all doing kind of the same things. But um, Utah, we have a better shot at getting higher caliber people. They're a little bit more engaged. They're mm-hmm. a little bit more excited because they get to come and work in, in tech. And so they're, you know, they, maybe they, uh, they haven't been able to do that for at a lot of other companies. So it's really exciting for them. And, and it's a, it's a good deal for us because we get great people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, is it a good deal for you financially? I'm looking at the Bay area and thinking to live there costs an arm and a leg. To, oh yeah. Sure. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we uh, we definitely save year. a lot of money right. hiring people in Utah. And look, CodeFresh isn't the only one, right? Um, Google uh, opening offices here. They've opened a data center here. Uh, there's uh, there's tons of companies every every week. Seems like every month. There's Pinterest is over here. Uh, I believe LinkedIn actually has an office as well. Uh, Adobe famously has long, yeah. been here for a long time. Uh, so we're not the only ones that have taken advantage of this. Um, and and actually what. What we're able to do is we're able to come here and we're able to pay people typically 10, 15% more than what they would be getting in other companies. Um, and we're still actually saving a lot of money by hiring them out of Utah. So it's great for people in Utah. And it's great for us as a company. Uh, it's a good deal. And, and also people tend to uh, stick around longer um, in Utah. They're more excited about the job. They're more excited about the growth and the opportunity. Um, and uh, so it's been great for us. We've been able to hire uh, our our Salt Lake office is actually now larger than our Mountain View office uh, wow. after just six months. So. Wow. Well, I drive up and down I-15, and there are all kinds of technology companies that want to offer me a job. And, I, you know, it's like, hey, come work here, come work here, come work here. And I thought, well, I'm not a programmer, so you don't really <laughs> want me to come work there. But that kind of competition for people. Yeah. Well, right? they might need you to run their podcast or something. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. That may good, work. Good voice talent. Well, then what is the difference then between in the day-to-day operations here in Utah versus versus in California? Uh, yeah. Well, um I'll tell you that the challenging part, in, in the Bay Area, there's a lot more traffic. There's just a lot more pressure. Uh, you know, everybody is struggling to make, make rent. Uh, it's very expensive there. And so it's a great place if you're someone who's early in your 20s and you're thinking, hey, I'm going to go and do a move into an apartment with eight other people. Right. I'm going yeah. to go work for a tech company for two, three years and really cut my teeth. That's It's like college to the sequel. 
uh, is kind of the Bay Area. So, <laughs> so a lot are coming here. I mean, yeah. the next Silicon Valley here in Utah. Uh, it's definitely one of the one of the big up and coming locations because there's actually quite a few people with technical skills. There's a lot of entrepreneurial people in Utah, so you have a lot of people that are really hungry and excited to get going. Um, and then, of course, there's uh, Utah is also known as a strong sales culture. Um, so as you build out your sales, if you build out your customer service, Utah's a go-to for that. Um, and I do see a lot more interest coming uh, from financial markets looking at Utah as a good place to start a business and, and grow one. So are there like introductory jobs? I mean, what are we looking at here in terms of if someone's listening and they're like, hey, I want to check out Code Fresher or when oh, yeah, no, like, how does it work in terms of getting your foot in the door? Yeah, we're hiring. Uh, we're hiring like crazy right now. We have open positions in sales. We have open positions in marketing. We have open positions for uh, software engineers. Um, and for people who are new, we actually uh, we kind of partner with a, um, a dev boot camp called DevPoint Labs, which is in the same offices as us. We're we're just by the Salt Lake City Library in, in uh, Church and State there. And um, so we we look at people coming out of boot camps a lot of times. And some of them they go through a boot camp and they're like. You know, I just did six weeks on this, and I don't think I want to be a programmer. Um, and for us, we're like, hey, do you want to be in sales? Because that's fantastic because we super need that. And now you've actually heard some of these programming words. So this is going to be a little bit easier for you to jump yeah. into our world and sell software to people. Um, so there are lots of entry-level level ways to get in like that, uh, which are – those are entry-level jobs. And um, if you stick with it, you can you can definitely learn a ton and, and move even into other fields. Well, very cool. Well, Dan, we want you to stick around to talk about an entirely different subject that I think was, is going to bore Jill to tears. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. We're going to talk about comic books. I'm almost equally passionate about comic oh, books. Oh, there we go. So, I want to talk about the Avengers. Well, yeah, and you, you, you're going to tell us who your favorite Avengers are. Okay, I have so, two, but yes. All right, we're going to do that as soon as we get back from our break. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. And welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Jill Atwood, alongside Jim Bennett. Hello. And we decided to keep Dan around for another segment because you guys need to geek out about comic books. And there's something going on with Marvel Comics and <laughs> Spider-Man. I need you to bring me up to speed because I love the Avengers series. I don't know too much about comic books, but you Well, do. you were telling me who your two favorite Avengers are. Okay, so... I love Captain America. I mean, he's the original. He's he's the veteran. I mean, I love the whole That's World whole War veteran thing the whole World here. War yeah. II era, the rom- the romance of all that. And then there's Thor. 
And I don't think I really need to tell you why I like Thor. Well, see, I, I think like every red-blooded American woman loves Thor. Well, see, I think every red-blooded middle-aged American man loves Fat Thor. <laughs> because I looked at Fat Thor and thought, now there's a superhero I can get behind. I was super angry because I thought, <laughs> well, at some point he's going to thin out. Yeah. Through Endgame and, and go back to Thor. But you're telling me that was really him. Yeah, I think he let himself go for the purposes of the movie. Wow, so did he? So I don't he? think he can work out really quickly just in time for the final credits if they're going to film the movie in a in a convenient time frame. That must have been fun for him. Burgers, pizza. Ah, see, but, that's the so, superhero I can get behind. Well, and so my husband told me, and I didn't know this, apparently Thor in the comic books was kind of a big drinker and just that was sort of his... His thing, which oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Am, am I right? Is he oh, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no. Even even in the movies, when you watch the first one, like That's half true. the time they're just drinking. But he's out fighting the whole time to work. So, out. so he can work out the work off the calories by right. beating up on Loki. Okay, okay. So he All kept right. that diet. It's like if Michael Phelps stops swimming, he's eight, he's eating eighteen thousand calories a day. Yeah. It's not going to look great <laughs> no. after a year. No, it's true. That's exactly right. Well, no, the big issue with Marvel comics, we're not really talking comics so much as movies. And the the thing that has really gotten in, under my skin over the past few weeks is the fact that Spider-Man is no longer going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, a lot of people don't understand the background on this, and I don't want to bore everybody, but... Uh, you, yeah, that, that moment when Spider-Man shows up, because he was supposed to be part of the Avengers, and the comic books right. was part of the Avengers, that moment when he shows up in the movie... And he's in the Avengers was like crazy because everybody knew there was this big licensing thing and it was right. a big problem. And the excitement of that and that moment was so great. It was amazing. And it is almost equal to the moment when you find out that he's not going to be hidden anymore. Right. It's, it's that depressing. Um, Marvel Comics was going bankrupt back in the 90s. And in order to be able to save money, they sold off the movie rights to their best heroes to a bunch of other studios. So that's why Fox Movies makes the X-Men and the Fantastic Four movies. But now that Disney, which has also bought Marvel, has now bought Fox, all those guys are coming back home. But the Spider-Man rights have been given to Sony, or not been given to, they paid a great deal of money for them. And Sony negotiated a relationship with Marvel that allowed Spider-Man to interact with the other Avengers and all these other guys. And then Marvel came back and said, okay, we want 50% of the money from the Spider-Man movies going forward. And Sony said, no way. And there was negotiations back and forth. And now the president of Sony says that door is closed. And the plan now is to make Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, the Spider-Man who's been in the Avengers, only not have them in the same universe. But Dan, do you think that's going to work? I Does think it make sense? That's a big fail. I, I, you know, the, the licensing thing, in this case, it's going to cut against us, right? Because we're going to lose Spider-Man in that universe. We're going to lose the cool stories that we would have got out of that. But that licensing issue is also the reason that we got the whole MCU in the first place. Because when they, when Disney, when, sorry, when they went to go make like Marvel movies again, right. they looked around and they're like, well, we licensed out this, we licensed out X-Men, that's all gone. Who do we have left? They had Iron Man, who was... <laughs> At the time, like a loser superhero. Yeah, like, nobody yeah, cared exactly. about Iron Man. <laughs> right. Nobody cared about him. But they got Robert Downey Jr., they kicked off the MCU, and so because we had this actual terrible licensing thing, we actually got this amazing cinematic universe now. Right. So maybe, but I don't think there's any chance that it will happen, <laughs> maybe the licensee will uh, end up giving us a new breed of Spider-Man, but I don't think so. I mean, I don't think that Sony... 
uh, has done an amazing job with Spider-Man in the past, and I have no idea why they would do a better well, job in the future. No, that's exactly right. I mean, Sony. So Sony had the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. First two were great. The third was awful. It was probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And then they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield, and those were adequate. We but, forgot about that one. Yeah, nobody even remembers yeah. those. They didn't That's go like anywhere. the Hulk movie they did with Eric Bana. Do right. anybody remember that? Yeah, I do. Ooh, it was yeah. bad. Or Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. Ooh, anybody? even worse. Nope. Uh, yeah. I, I, anyway, I, I, whenever you talk about the Hulk, I think back to Bill Bixby and yes. the old Incredible Hulk TV show. That was... You got to be... You, you weren't born. <laughs> I was going to say, he doesn't remember that, but we do. That was like... You waited each week oh, for the yeah, Hulk and yeah. for his eyes to pop out of his yeah. head. At that you talked about that last uh, vision of him walking oh, away. Oh, he's so sad, and they had this really yes. sad piano music because yes. he could never find a cure, and he <laughs> wanders off into the sunset all alone. Do 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 do. He didn't realize all he needed was uh, Iron Man to poke him in the yeah, ribs. That's exactly <laughs> right. And after that, he was fine. That or just embrace Hulk and be Hulk all the time, like like he did in. Endgame. That's right. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I'm convinced that this isn't done. I mean, the, the president of Sony says the door is closed and we're going to go forward and make these movies with Tom Holland without the MCU. I think there's too much outrage and there's too much money on the table. Mm. There, there's too much. There's too much that's going to be lost if they punt this. And, and, and if you watch the last Spider-Man movie, you know, they've killed off, this is a spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen Avengers Endgame, sorry, but it's been out long enough. It's on DVD now. Uh, you know, they've killed off Robert Downey Jr., who was the centerpiece of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Spider-Man Far From Home very much set up Spider-Man as the replacement. That Spider-Man is the new centerpiece going forward. And to just sort of yank that out of the middle and then try to rebuild around it. I just don't think that's possible, and no. I think that there's going to be... I think this is... We're seeing some negotiation, some hard negotiation yeah. in public. Well, didn't Sony get a cut of of Avengers? Like, that that had to have been an and amazing... And is Avengers... Video. Isn't it over? I mean, it was Endgame. No, well, no, they're going to be new Avengers. We, we have a new Captain America now who took the shield at that's the end true. of Endgame. That's true. The, the Disney America. streaming service has announced a bunch of short shows with, you know, there's going to be a... Vision and Scarlet Witch show. There's going to be a Hawkeye show. There's going to be all these shows. And they make billions. Why would they end? Yeah, they're not going to end. They're going yeah. to go on for the rest of our lives and beyond. And so, with the Black Widow movie, supposedly uh, Iron Man's going to be back in that. Uh, oh, well, well that's, a prequel, that's a prequel. Yeah. Prequel. So Robert Downey's coming back for another movie? Supposedly that's the word on the street. He's going to have to take a salary cut. Somebody else I think that's why he died. He died because he was too expensive. That's right. <laughs> so, that makes sense. You know, that's that's not necessarily a great way to kill and people And he was off. developing an attitude. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I know, I mean, this show is supposed to be about politics, and I know that politics are really important, but, you know, for us geeks... The Marvel Cinematic Universe is a dream come true. When I was a little kid, I imagined seeing a real Spider-Man movie. And instead, what I got was a Spider-Man TV series where you had some weird stuntman trying to swing across the side of a building, risking his life for a really lame shot. And now we have all of these kinds of things. And to yank Spider-Man out of the MCU would be a travesty of justice. You yeah. are fired up about I'm this. I'm fired up. <laughs> well, so. if you don't see handsome Thor again, are you going to stick with it? That's the <laughs> right. real question. No. I'm not. He's oh, the whole reason. You know what? Somebody texted in and said he didn't let himself go. It was a fat suit. So I'm probably okay. wrong. Okay. It makes sense. I well, was that like, makes hmm, me sad Chris. because I could fit his suit now. I mean, the fat suit. He wouldn't. If they hire me to play She's Thor, you don't need a fat suit. 
You got me. It's all set. Guys, we got to take a break. The producer's screaming at me. All right. Sounds Thank good. you so much, Dan, for exactly. sticking around. We Thank sure you. appreciate it. When we come back, we're going to have Tracy Barney in studio, and she's the Traumatic Brain Injury Coordinator at the Utah Department of Health. Uh, we're going to talk about some common ways that your kids can get a, a concussion. So stick around. We'll be right back.